0: glory aren't you thankful for God's grace amen, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, so uh, open up your Bibles to first Peter and uh, we're going look at we're going to leave here edified encouraged you know um, the world says that experience is the best teacher that's what the world says I think the best teacher is the, the Lord of this Bible. And he tells us that we can uh, experience success and failure through this word. What I mean is gain truth about success and failure. Well, we don't have to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But if we do, we can learn how to correct those. Amen. And so, you know, uh, someday I'm going to write a book about what I wish I knew before I become a pastor. Because that's a book that somebody needs. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's all sorts of books like that, similar. Mm-hmm. To... So we're going to talk about tonight what I wish I knew when I first got saved. Because if I knew these, some of these things that we're going to talk about tonight, when I first got saved, uh, my life would have been uh, a lot smoother.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd have had a
0: lot more power from the truth of the Word of God. Amen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, first Peter chapter 1. Let's start reading in verse 22. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22. It says, seeing ye have purified your souls, I haven't done, done it, Okay, in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto the unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart reverently being born again, say that's me. That's, that's, me. Me. that's me, being born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man is the flower of grass, the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord, aren't you glad? But the word of the Lord, by what you're born again by, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel, the good news is preached is ministered unto you. Now keep going. 2, chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, notice all of that is plural, as newborn babes, so that's me, me. desire, have a craving, an intense craving for the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if so be that you tasted that the Lord is gracious. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're so grateful and so thankful for your word. We're so thankful that your Holy Spirit is here and amongst us, but your, your Holy Spirit is in our hearts to teach us. So we give you permission to lead us and guide us in places we've never been before. Lord, anything that would be a hindrance, we cast it down in the name of Jesus, and we say we're willing and obedient, and so thus we qualify to eat the good of the land. Thank you for what we're going to partake of tonight that's going to empower us for tomorrow and for the eternity. We ask these things in the name of Jesus and we all say, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now, I want you to remember these three things, take these three things home with you. Uh, These three things I needed to know when I got saved. I needed to know that I was going to struggle. Now, that's not a bad confession, I'm not saying that you, that you are weak or I am weak, but we're going to struggle because we got an adversary. There's a devil out there that hates us and he wants to destroy us. Amen. And so you're going to be in conflict. I'm going to be in conflict, uh, and then but we got to see that in that in that struggle we learn how to stand. Mm-hmm. And 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 the the point of being able to stand is not just for ourselves. You and I, we've been called to stand for the Lord. Yes. Amen. Uh-huh. And then and then, lastly, I want to see how when we do those first two, that you're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen. The devil doesn't want us to know that. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't want us to, he wants us to feel weak uh-huh. when we're intimidated, when we're really, sometimes I don't walk by faith, I crawl mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. faith. But that's okay. Because I, I, when I'm on my knees, that's when I'm the closest to the Lord. Amen? Yeah. And the devil wants to say, no, you're too weak to be to the Lord. No, that's when I'm at the perfect place for Calvary to minister to my life. Amen? Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Now, first of all, before we get into that, I want to look at this verse 22 one more time. And remember, verse 23 said that you were born again by the word. But look what it says in verse 22. He said, I want you to see. Seeing you have purified your souls... You, you've got to see that when you've been born again that as we talk about all of the time you mark it down second Corinthians 5:17 you're a new creature a new creation but verse 21 in second Corinthians chapter 5 says that Jesus Christ becomes sin that you can become righteous yes. amen so you've got to see that you, you you've got to separate spirit soul and body your spirit is going to live forever with God and you're going to get a glorified body. Amen. Amen. And, but in the meantime, you've got the same old body and you've got the same old soul. And so you're going to go through some things because the devil knows how to attack you in your body. He knows how to attack you in your mind, willing emotions, your soul. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because God gives you the ability to overcome that. When you see what? Seeing that your soul is being purified. See, uh, your spirit is, is saved, but you have to renew your mind. You have to uh, receive the word of God, which is able to save your soul. In other words, change the way that you look uh, at things, circumstances, attacks, uh, feelings, all of those things, and let them be brought into the obedience of the word of God. Now, notice what he says. He said, I want you to see that you purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit. Now, that helps me so much because... Uh, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit of truth was going to come and live inside of the believer. And so uh, the Holy Spirit, when I get truth from him, then I get force from him to live it. Mm -hmm. That's a good place for amen. That's right. Amen. Now now, now think about this for a second, what he just said here. He said in obeying the spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit leads you into truth. But that would do you no good if when you stepped into truth that you were not able to have the power, the force to live it. So here, with your obedience, then you have the promise. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Well, your obedience to Mm -hmm. keeping the word of God brings the power, the force, not within yourself, but within the Holy Spirit inside of you to be able to do it. Amen? Amen? Amen. Okay. All right. So, let's look at some things. Go with me to 1 Timothy, and uh, let, let's look at chapter 6 and verse number 12. You You're about this struggle, about this struggle that you're going to, you know, don't be discouraged because you're struggling. The more that you struggle uh, against the wiles of the enemy and against the, the ploys that he tries to bring in your life, know that you're being successful. See, I used to think that when I struggled, that I was letting God down, and uh, but that's not not the case. You've got to... to contend for the faith. Mm-hmm. Notice what it says, First Timothy 6.12. It says, fight the good fight of faith. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, contend. You're in a struggle. Struggle for the good fight of faith. Now this word the, uh, the second time that fight is mentioned there, it's it's the same word that's translated race in the book of Hebrews. So so you and I were in a race with, uh, or, or with the, those of the heroes of faith in Hebrews chapter eleven. And so we're in this race. And so just like they struggled, you can look at their successes and you go, Hey, I can do what they did and I want to overcome. Mm-hmm. You can look at their mistakes. That's why it's in why it's in the Bible. It's for us to know that, hey, Peter made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Paul made mistakes. That's right, amen. They had struggles. But if you look at Paul's writings, you you see where all the time he struggled with what he did before he got saved. Mm-hmm. And, and so you, there's going to be some times when you struggle with that, but that's where your faith comes in. Your faith comes in and the devil starts telling you, boy, remember he, he come to Paul, he said, you know, you held the coats there where they stoned Stephen. You were right there. You could have influenced that situation to stop. Instead, you influenced to move forward. Mm-hmm. So he struggled with that. And he struggled about how he was born out of time, out of season. And he was the least of the apostles and all of these things. He struggled with those things. But he that's in there to help you to know that you're going to have battles. I'm going to have battles. But we fight the good fight of faith. In this race, we have to fight. Now, this word fight here, the first one, it means to struggle with an adversary. It means contention. So you're—you're—you you're, when you got saved... You didn't get saved to be set off in a corner that was roped off. You, you got set on a stage, mm-hmm. and and the Lord God Almighty, He is proud of you because you accepted His Son. You you let the grace of God come into your life, and now He's shining a light on you, and He's shining the light of His Son through you. Yeah. And when that happens, mm-hmm. guess what? There is contention. Mm-hmm. The devil don't like it, but we, we're going to know what to do. Now notice what He said. Uh, um, he said, lay hold on eternal life until unto thou art also called and has professed a good profession or confessed a good confession before many witnesses. In other words, you, you've got to hold on to what God's promised you. Jesus has promised you not only life, but life more abundantly. Yeah. So every area of your life where the enemy has an open door or he's stealing, killing, destroying from you, you need to stand up and say, no, I'm going to fight for this. Jesus said, I can have more than abundant life. It's mine. Mm -hmm. And I have have a right to it. And it's not that I'm I'm trying to demand it from God because God's done gave it to me. I'm demanding it from my situation, my circumstance that the devil's trying to rob me from. Amen. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a struggle. And, um, does anybody have the CEV version on your phone? I can pull it up. Real quick. Uh, re- read Genesis uh, uh, three, 7, uh, three, 17, 3. And, and I want you to uh, concentrate on the last part of the verse, because the last part of the verse, God makes this statement. He says, "Because of you hearkening to another voice, He said that the voice that you've listened to now." You're going to struggle the rest of your life now. I'm not putting that in there as a downer. I'm uh, do you find it? Yes All right, read it Uh, The lord said to the man you listened to your wife and ate the fruit I told you not uh, ate the fruit I told you not to eat and so the ground will be under a curse because of what you did as long as you live You will have to struggle to grow enough food now i noticed a part, well, well, thank you so much for doing that, Brother Courtney. The the part is, I want you to key in on that. He said, because listening to the wrong voice, there's going to be a struggle. So uh, that's the negative side. The positive side is, you and I, Jesus said, we have the Holy Spirit to whisper in our ear, in our heart, and we can hear that voice that would what? It would enable us not have to struggle. In other words, but you've got to have the faith. That's why you fight the good fight of faith. You stand on that reality. And when you stand on that reality, uh, the curse there was you weren't going to have enough. Guess what? Jesus said you're going to have abundance. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. And, and so but we so we got to stand up for that right. In other words, uh, there's some situations that uh, Don and I, we don't understand why it's went this way. And it's contrary to the word of God. And so we're standing on the word of God and we say, Lord, this is what you said. Yes. This is your covenant, yes. but this is my circumstance. Right. And right now, Lord, we're believing you to change our circumstance by your covenant. Yes. And That's fighting the good fight of faith. And, and that's that's allowing the Lord uh, to have an area in your life to work. In other words, you're giving him uh, free reign to empower you and to encourage you. Amen? Yes. All right. Now, notice here one more time. He said, he said, I want you to be in that place where you... Fight that good fight of faith. Now, let's think about, uh, as Paul's writing that, he's writing that by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. In other words, he's, he's, the Spirit of God is speaking in him the word, which is Jesus. So, as he's writing this, in my, in my mind's eye, uh, I, I can just see the Holy Spirit taking him to the temptation that Jesus went through. So, let, let's look. Let's read a verse in Luke chapter 4. We won't read all of these. The first 12 verses is, is the temptation that Jesus went through. But I just want to read verse 13. Luke 4 and 13 because I want you to know that it says that Jesus was in all points tempted like you and I. And so if we can learn from the example of Jesus and I want to pull on one word here. in Luke 4, 13. And when the devil had ended all the temptations he departed from him, he departed from Jesus for a season. Now this word season, I want you to see it. One of the word, translations of this word is opportunity. Mm-hmm. So so I want you to see that if Jesus at all points empty, he's our great high priest and he's the one that we look to, then you and I, our success depends on looking at his success. So his success was that... He was tempted beyond measure, but he come through those temptations and because he overcome you and I can overcome And so we got to see that that, that that this wasn't the last time that Jesus was tempted He, he was tempted at, at, at certain opportunities certain occasions and so if if you and I are listening to the Holy Spirit of truth, then he can empower us because when that Occasion when that opportunity comes, it's going to come when the flesh, when the soul is least expected. it. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, the, the times that I've got hit, uh, I, I, I didn't see it coming, I didn't expect it coming because I wasn't listening by the Spirit. But if we'll be listening by the Spirit, and we, and sometimes God may not tell us to the moment it happens, because now that's not for everybody, but. But my personality is I got to deal with him. And here's the deal. He knows me better than I know myself. And so I I tell him, Lord, I want to know when I have to know. He's a good God, mm-hmm. yes. and that's what he does. Yes. He doesn't tell me till I have to know because I don't want to deal with it till i got to deal with it. That's my personality. Your personality may be you may know something a year ahead of time. That's great, mm-hmm. however you are. But I want you to see here that Jesus was in a place where he knew the, that the devil was going to have an occasion, an opportunity, and he was going to use it. Well, if you know that, you're going to be strong. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're going to always be in a place where you're prayer-minded where you're drawing, you, 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 you're you not walking along blindly. You know that there is a, a roaring lion out there. Mm-hmm. You know that there is a thief out there. Mm-hmm. And so the relationship you have with your God, just because you're saved, doesn't mean that you're not going to be attacked. Mm-hmm. Amen? Right. Amen. But you're going Amen. to have a way to overcome all of these <laughs> things. All right. Now, um, in, in, in this reality here, I want us to go back. Uh, to Paul's writings, and I want us to look now at standing in Ephesians chapter six. You've got four times in uh, in this scripture group, group of scriptures here that the apostle Paul talks about standing. In Ephesians chapter six, let's start reading at verse ten. So you're going to struggle, but as you struggle, you're going to learn to stand stronger and stronger. Yeah. Think about uh, you know I, I think about Stephen now. He is struggling to stand uh-huh. and, and and you, you watch him he'll, he'll crawl, he'll pull himself up and he'll reach his little hand out and he'll steady himself and then whatever's close yeah. enough to reach to, he'll reach to it and he'll struggle, but then he'll stand okay. and that's what's happening to us you know, when mm-hmm. we get born again, we're like a child yeah. mm-hmm. and we're, we're struggling but we're learning how to stand but that makes us stronger and stronger amen, okay amen. Ephesians sixteen. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Aren't you glad that your, your position of strength is in Jesus Christ? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to what? Stand. To stand against the wiles of the devil. So if, if we'll do what God said, if we put on this armor, he said that we would be able to stand against the wiles uh, of the devil. This wiles is uh, uh, where we get our word method. Uh, it, it means a traveling over. And actually, uh, some words uh, even translate into uh, the mileage on your odometer because the devil wants to run over you he wants he wants to get you on a certain path it, it's all about his tricks and his uh, his methodology of trying to defeat you but he's right here you have a promise that you can stand against any while of the devil if you'll just do what God says. Yes. amen amen, right. amen. so he, he once again the Lord will never command us to do something that doesn't empower us give us the ability right. to mm-hmm. do it yes all right Now notice, that's the the first time. Now it says, For we wrestle not Mm -hmm. against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. When you fuss, when we fuss, Mm -hmm. it's not flesh and blood. And when there's something behind the fuss, there's something Mm -hmm. behind the argument, there's something behind... Uh, the, 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 yeah. the, the thing that is going on, it's just the devil is working covertly behind mm-hmm. the scenes and he's trying to bring separation mm-hmm. yes. between people. Uh, and, and so we've got to see, no, this is not about Donna. This is not about Greg. This is not about whoever. You fill yeah. in the blank there. There's something more going on. Yeah. And, and, and so this is a while of the enemy. But I want to be able to stand because I recognize that I'm I'm in a struggle. I'm wrestling. Come on. Wrestling is a struggle. Yes. I, but but the, just think about it. When you're in a wrestling match, uh, you, you have the assurance that, we, that you may not see him, you may not feel him, but Jesus is in the ring with you. Yes. Amen? Because he said, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. Now, let's think about it. It says, What does that mean? You and I, we wrestle with desires. Mm -hmm. Come on, just because you get saved, because I get saved, doesn't mean the things that my flesh used to desire, that that's going to instantly go Mm -hmm. away. Now, sometimes God works miracles uh, and he does things. I've seen people instantly delivered from uh, all sorts, food addictions, sex addictions, whatever. God, uh, you know, God can do anything, but He's sovereign, and, and just because He does it in one situation may not mean that He'll do it in my situation. But He will do it uh, in all situations when I trust Him, mm-hmm. Amen. When I look to Him, so I'm going to wrestle with some things. I'm going to struggle with some things, but I'm going to stand. Those things are not going to pin me, right. because when whom the Son makes free is. <laughs> Indeed. Come on now, that's the truth. That's not a lie. It ah. cannot be a lie. So that's a reality. So no matter how bad I feel, sometimes I told Don, I said, I just feel like this cloud is just so thick and so dark uh, and so strong. But i got to stand up and i got to say, no, whom the Son makes free is free, free indeed. indeed. And and, and you and it may have to say it five times, may ah. have to say it a hundred times, but I've got to believe the word. Mm-hmm. And when I believe the word, victory comes. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. All right verse 13 wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to what stand. withstand in the evil day having done all to stand verse 14 stand there's the fourth time stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having your blessed plate uh, of righteousness anyway so four times there we've got a form of the word stand but I want you to see the, the, the power of it he said that uh that word withstand in verse thirteen, having the that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. God wants you to know that not only can you stand, but see this word withstand. It's the same Greek word, but it has a n t h in front of it. And, and so, uh, I want you to see that that puts an opposition. When you when that when you put those four letters in front of a word in the Greek, it means that you're able to. Oppose. You're not only standing, but you're opposing what's standing between you and God. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're, you're 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 able to oppose that. You mm-hmm. you you see it now as an opposition, but you see it as a defeated foe because of the cross. Praise the Lord. So so you're standing there because you've got this this armor, the whole armor of God on you, and no longer are you just standing for yourself. You're standing for the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. You're recognizing and realizing God has saved you, he's called you, he's anointed you, he's put his Holy Spirit inside of you, and there is a light that is shining out of you that will cause other people to see that there is hope, that there's victory no matter what's between them and the cross, because you made it, you overcome, they can overcome. You overcome by the blood, amen? You overcome by your testimony, you overcome because you love God more than you love your life. Yes. Amen, yes. all of these things. And so it causes you to be an opposition uh, uh, center in, in, the, in the sphere of your influence. So in all of these things, the devil means for harm. God just uses them for our benefit, but for the benefit of the whole body of Christ. So we're we're able, uh, we, we struggle, but that struggle mm-hmm. just empowers us to sin. Mm-hmm. Now real quick, Acts 5, I'm going to read a verse here that just encourage you so much. In Acts 5, the apostles have got thrown in jail. And and it, they told him they, they couldn't do what they were doing. Uh, but I want you to just read verse 20 with me. Acts 5 and 20. Uh, go. This is this, the, the, the angel of the Lord brought him out of out of the prison, and and here's what he told him to do. He said, "I want you to go, stand, and speak." Yes. Now think about this. Go, stand, and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. Now this excites me so much because the devil uses our our, our situation, our circumstances. He uses those around us to try to put us in a prison. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. But God says, when you've done all you can do, he said, I'm going to, in your struggle, I'm going to bring you out of that prison cell supernaturally. So I want you to be encouraged. You do what you can do. But when you tell the Lord in all honesty, because sometimes I just, I, I got to tell him, I say, Lord, I've I, I went as far as I can go. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I'm I'm walking by faith. I'm crawling the faith, but I just don't think I can go any farther. Then all of a sudden, whatever I need supernaturally, yes. He'll do it in my life where I can fulfill what He called me to do. Yes. Uh, in the preceding verses, Peter was walking with the Lord, and His shadow was healing people. Yeah. That's all he had to do. They just they when he was walking down, they would put people in the path, and that shadow of the Lord. Psalms 91 would come upon them and they would be healed. And so they threw them in prison to try to stop that. Now I want you to think now, God wants to supernaturally deliver you from everything where you can cause people to see that you stand by Jesus, Mm -hmm. you speak by Jesus, and you have words that are life. Amen. Amen. Every born again believer has the word of life. Mm -hmm to share with somebody else. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. true. And and so we've got to be in that place, in that position to see that, yes, we struggle, but in that struggle, we're just going to be able to stand up for the Lord Jesus Christ like never before. All right, so how do you get stronger? I want you to go with me to 2 Samuel. Let's, Let's see something. 2 Samuel chapter 3, verse number 1. 2 Samuel 3 and 1. Now remember the Old Testament is type and shadows to teach us the New Testament. 2 Samuel 3 and 1. Now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. Now we've got to understand the type and the shadow here. The shadow is that Saul is a type of the flesh. Saul was not God's pick to be king. Saul was man's pick. And so, in your life and my life, we're always going to be in a battle, in a struggle, trying to stand up for God. But we, our flesh is going to be wanting us to make carnal decisions. Mm-hmm. They're going to want us to pick what we want. Mm-hmm. See, the people looked at Saul and they said, he's head and shoulders taller than anybody else. He is a goodly looking man. He would have to be perfect to be our king. Mm-hmm. They didn't know he had an insecurity problem, which insecurity always leads to pride. Mm-hmm. Trust me. So, this is a type of the flesh. So there's a war going on between him and David. David was God's chosen. The Bible says that David, even though he sinned, come on, he was a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. That helps me so much. Because mm-hmm. in my failure, I still want the Lord. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I can have a heart for God. So here you see the two, the type and the shadow here. So there's a battle going on in your life. Come on, there's Mm -hmm. a battle going on in my life every day. Soul or spirit? Mm -hmm. Flesh or spirit? Every day. All right, now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. Notice this. But David waxed stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. Now this stronger and stronger, it means powerful. Powerful. That's great. So I want you to see that. In other words, every time that it feels like you're getting beat up, every time it feels like you're a failure and you just stand in the Lord, you're really getting stronger. Yes. You're getting stronger. And the house of Saul is getting weaker. That word weaker is not a proper terminology. I want you to imagine. Can, can I be gross just for a second? Mm-hmm. But imagine just a, uh, a drop of spittle. And it's just hanging and stretching. Okay? But I want you to see the, the ferality of it. Mm-hmm. That's what the word means. It means to dangle. Yeah. Saul, his kingdom is just dangling. Barely hanging by a few who chose to follow him. There's going to be a few that you're going to encounter that's going to choose to follow the flesh. Yeah. But David won two of the most important over. Come on, you and I, we're going to go into the enemy's camp. That's right. We're going to bring the lost out. We're going to bring the deceived out. There's going to be some that are going to turn from their ways and they're going to humble themselves from the mighty hand of God and he's going to exalt them in this season. Amen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So you and I, we're going to get stronger and stronger. Why? Because we're going to let the Word of God be just that. We're going to let the Word of God be the Word of God. Real quick, Genesis 25. You got to see the top and the shadow is always working uh, Genesis 25 verse 21 and Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was buried and the Lord was entreated of him and Rebekah his wife conceived and the children struggled within her and she said, if it be so why am I thus? And she inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb, two manner of people shall be separated from thy vows, and the one people shall be stronger, mark it down, shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out and his hand took hold Esau's heel and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was three score uh, years old when she uh, married him. So I want you to see that in this womb, it's a type and a shadow of spirit and flesh. Esau was a man that was moved and motivated by what he felt, what he saw. He sold his birthright for a bowl of pottage. You can't be more carnal than that. (laughs) But God had done prophesied. God had done said what was going to happen, that Jacob was going to be the stronger. So you and I, sometimes it feels like, now. I want you to really get this in your heart. Sometimes it feels like that this flesh is so strong and the battle that we have in our minds is so hard. Mm -hmm. But I want you to know that when... God has prophesied over you, when God has spoke Jesus over you, you have a destiny, you have a future, and God's word will always come to pass if we'll just hold on to it. Now, I have free will. I can back away. But as long as I don't back away from God, he'll never back away from me. Amen? Amen. So no matter what it feels like, know that God is making you stronger and stronger, but you've got to grow. You've got to just trust him and take it one day at a time. Amen? Amen? Amen. Got time for two more verses? Yes. yes. First Corinthians sixteen, verse thirteen. I believe. First Corinthians sixteen thirteen. Watch ye, in other words, keep awake spiritually. Stand fast in the faith. Now notice this: quit you or act you like men. In other words, no gender intended. Like the mature. A person you are in Christ and notice the last part be strong mm-hmm. now what's so exciting about this verse he didn't say go study he didn't say go pray mm-hmm. he didn't say say go fast he said simply be strong mm-hmm. in other words recognize and realize that the Lord is your strength mm-hmm. And if you recognize, if I recognize the Lord is my strength, and then I just have to step into what he said I was and I just become strong. Yes. See, half my battle, when I would, when I kept making certain mistakes over and over and over, I let the enemy convince me that I couldn't get victory over that. I, that I was, that, that well, that's just, how many times have you heard this? Well, that's just your cross to bear. Yeah. That's just your weak area. that mm-hmm. That's just who you are. No, that's, that's right. who I was. That's right. Amen. That's not who I am. Amen. So devil, you're a liar. Amen. So yeah, I'm just going right. to be strong right now. Now, sometimes in our mind, and y'all just laugh at me if you want to, but my ideal of being strong is I've got to do something. I'm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I had to let God reprogram my mind. No, my way of being strong is just stand here and let my elder brother, let my Lord, let my Savior, let my friend, mm-hmm. what? Fight the battle for me. Yes. I tell him, I say, and I, you know, I don't know how y'all do in certain situations, but certain situations where either I'm being tempted uh, or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm 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 just feeling so weak. I didn't tell <laughs> the Lord. I'll be honest with you. I said, yes. Lord, I'm fixing to sin. If you don't help me. Now that that doesn't make him mad. No. That's drawing nigh unto him it or is. he can draw nigh unto me. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Now notice what he said. He 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 said, once again, watch. So I have to stay awake. Don't let the devil put me to sleep. And then I can stand fast in the faith. And I can act like a mature person. And he said, then all of a sudden I would just be strong. One last verse to, to make sure how you put that into <laughs> practice. First Timothy two four. 1 Timothy 2.4. Notice this verse. Now mark this down because you're going to need it. Mm-hmm. This is talking about God. God will have all men or all mankind, no gender intended, all peoples. God will have all peoples to be saved. But now here is my problem. I was saved and on my way to heaven. But I didn't do the second part of this verse. See, I can be saved and I can struggle and fail instead of struggle and get stronger and stand. Amen. Now, notice what he says. He said, This is God's will for all peoples to be saved, but it's, it's his will also for all to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Mm-hmm. See, there's a revelation that that knowledge there means a discerning, it means an acceptance put into practice <clears throat> of the truth. What's the truth? The truth is that I am saved not just to be kept out of hell, but I am saved to be in the Lord's army. Amen. And my elder brother has done fought the war. Amen. I've got a fat battles, but he's done won the war. Yes. So I can stand in that reality. Amen. Amen. I can Amen. stand in that, but I need to have the knowledge of the truth. So in other words, God saved me because he loved me. Yes. No other reason. Mm-hmm. Not, not Not because of what I could do. Not because of what I would do, but just because he loved yes. me. So I, 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 I receive that love back yes. and then I give it back to him. And so the knowledge of the truth is that he saved me for a destiny, for mm-hmm. a purpose. Yes. And it's to be strong in the Lord, yes. in the power mm-hmm. of his mind. Amen. And, and, and so the reality is that Jesus is born. Uh-huh. Jesus is one. All right, I want to close with this thought. I love this. There were two um, boys playing basketball uh, at the local school, and and, and, and there was a custodian there. They were waiting for those two boys to be done playing basketball. Uh, They're sitting down taking a break because they had to clean the the court. Uh, So... They were kind of the, the man was just sitting there, and the boys were playing. Every once in a while, they look over at him, and as he was sitting there, he was reading his little testament. And uh, he was an older gentleman, so when they got done playing, uh, one of them said, "Okay, it's all yours." You know, you know how kids are. And the other one, though, looked and seen that he was reading the testament. And he said, what you reading?" And he said, "I'm reading the book of Revelation." He said, "Whoa!" He said. Everybody I've talked to, they don't understand. They have different thoughts, different theories of what the book of Revelation means. He said, what did you get out of the book of Revelation? And the, the, the older gentleman looked up at that, that young boy and he changed the young boy's life forever. And he said those words I said just a moment ago, that Jesus has won. Amen. We can argue about what the typology, mm-hmm. we can argue about the time frame, and none of that thing, uh, none of that does realize? anything. All we've got to say is Jesus has won and because he won because he (laughs) overcome Uh you and I are overcoming Mm -hmm. amen amen hallelujah father God in the name of Jesus we rejoice in you Lord we honor you we magnify your name oh there's no God like you you're not just God you're the great king you are the Lord of lords and the king of kings thank you for the power of your word I asked you that you just impart this truth to us to be able to live it moment by moment day by day in our lives, and be able to share it by lifestyle and then by words to everyone that we come in contact with. Lord, I ask you right now by the power of the Holy Spirit, shine a light on an area in our life that we might have a struggle in and show us how just to be still in you or we can let your strength come up and show that there's nothing that is greater than you. There's not one thing that can overpower the believer because our hope, our confidence, our assurance is in you. Lord, let us readjust some things. Put everything under your feet. Let us stand free and tall. Yes, we're going to struggle. We're going to fight the good fight of faith, but all those things will just make us to be able to stand to oppose the enemy and to get stronger for your glory. Help all of this resonate in our heart. Hmm. Lord, that spirit that would try to lie to someone, that would try to tell us that we have to act this way. We have to, this is the, the norm of our lives. That's not true. Help us to see the truth that old patterns are just that. They're old and they're broken because of the new thing that you have done in our lives. Lord, let it be. We love you, we worship you, we honor you, we thank you, Lord. Speak to our heart right now we'll receive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anybody need prayer for anything? You you want to make an altar and just talk to the Lord yourself? We'll do that right now. Uh, We're here for each other. So that's just up to you. (coughs) Hallelujah.